solve a very specific problem and tell people exactly how you're going to do it. Welcome to episode 38 of the Online Course Guy podcast. I'm Jacques Hopkins, the Online Course Guy, and this is the show where we show you how to turn your hobby or passion into a profitable online course. I was able to do just that, and now after eight years of being an engineer, I'm proud to say that I support my family just from the income from my online piano course. And today I was joined on the show by Mike Moyer of Mike and Lauren. Dot com and, and the Mike and Lauren YouTube channel and they have been making videos on YouTube way back since 2012 and they were just like hey we want to start a channel we want to do video and we want to make videos of the things that we're excited about and one thing that he mentioned in the interview is they didn't have any in-game when they started their YouTube channel they just knew that they wanted to do that and things kind of fell into place along the way and they now have several online courses um, he talked about his advice for having courses that can make your students money versus not. And um, he talked about his experience with just a wide range of courses because they have a YouTube marketing course. They have a personal finance course. They have a course on some software that's like a CAD software. And he's working on a, a used car buying course right now that I'm excited to, uh, to check out. And uh, one of my favorite things that he mentioned right at the end is, is a quote. He said, as a beginner, you might be one of the best teachers possible. And he was talking about that, that CAD course. It's called Fusion 360. And, uh, and what he meant was six months prior to putting the course together, he hadn't even used the software before. But all the, when, when he was trying to learn the software, all the resources out there were like way too advanced. And they weren't meant for just like woodworkers and hobbyists. And so as he was putting his course together, he could really put himself in that frame of mind as a beginner to help out beginners as best as possible. So once again, that quote was, as a beginner, you might be one of the best teachers possible. So just a, just a great conversation with Mike Moyer. Let's go ahead and jump into it now. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you, I know you've got a lot of stuff going on, you and Lauren, and why don't you take me back to when you first got the idea for your first online course. Yeah, uh, so we have been creating videos on YouTube, I wanna say since 2012, uh, it might be 2011, and um, we've always just kind of done that and really didn't have an end goal with that necessarily. We knew we liked making videos and we wanted to create a full-time income and more importantly, a location-independent income from that, uh, and then one day out of the blue, I, I owe a lot. Uh, I believe you've had him. I don't know if you've had him on the podcast, but you have clips from him. Uh, Phil yeah. Ebener yep. emailed us and said, hey, I'd love to make a course with you guys about making YouTube videos. And so we did that. And that was, I have it here. How long ago was that? Uh, about two, two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Uh, and that one went phenomenal. The launch was amazing. Uh, and so then we did another course with him. We made a personal finance course. Uh, and then after doing those two courses with Phil, you know, we had a little bit of experience under our, under our belt. Then we launched the Fusion 360 for hobbyists and woodworkers on our own, which has done just great for us this year as well. Good. So you mentioned when you, you guys were just starting out making videos that you had no end goals, right? Why even, why even start videos if you have no end goals? Well, we started the channel, uh, to make a long story short, we hate 
long home movies. <laughs> and so we were backpacking Europe and we wanted short little bite-sized videos that we could go back and watch sometime in our life and also share that with our family and friends. Uh, and so I'm not going to say, oh, like we never knew we'd make an income online. Like I, I was always aware. In fact, I had tried uh, search engine optimization and email marketing at some point in my past before. So uh, it was on the back of our mind that if you grow an audience, it's possible to make an income online. But our channel initially uh, was just to create short travel videos for ourselves. And then it kind of just went from there. Okay. So did you, the, the first online course you ever were involved with was this uh, YouTube course with Phil. And yes. did you know Phil before that or how did no. he find you? I think he just watched our videos. And at that time uh, we had just, I think... We just, just surpassed either 50 or 100,000 subscribers. And so he thought we were a good candidate for someone small enough where we were still in touch with the struggles of the, you know, first of the uh, young YouTuber, but uh, had seen some success. So uh, we had some expertise to teach people there. Yeah, that's really cool. I've actually taken that course. That's how I found out about you guys. And it's a, it's a really well done and cool course because of the different perspectives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool because um, Phil kind of tackled the nuts and bolts of things and we kind of covered the overreaching, like the, the long-term stuff. And that's kind of our sweet spot and that's his sweet spot. So it really worked, worked well together. Yeah. So one, one thing I really wanted to ask you is just about collaboration in online courses because it looked like you guys were never necessarily even like in the same physical space, mm -mm, right? No. So how does, how does the collaboration work when you're not you know, physically in the same location and also, do you recommend people go down that path? I absolutely re recommend it uh, because, you know, you're knowledgeable on something that someone else might not be and you can bring, you know, forces together. Uh, how the collaboration worked on a practical level, uh, we wrote an outline together and we just had different color inks. You know, he was in blue, black and we were in blue uh, and just kind of outlined things. And then we decided, how are we going to divide up the videos? Uh, and so we did that. And then we recorded all our videos separately. And then Phil took all the videos from there and handled the post-processing and actually getting them uploaded uh, to you to me. Okay, good. And it went so well, you, you guys made another course together. Yeah, I don't, I, it, it's almost two years ago, so I don't remember the specifics, but I do remember him saying that it was an exceedingly good launch. Uh, and I'm not, I think, really sure why we, I know we owe a lot to him because he has just a massive email list and student list. So I think the longevity of that course we have a lot to thank for him, but I think uh, the initial signups uh, from our own subscribers were also a big contributing factor to that, that successful launch. Are you guys still like making a little bit of money from that course you did two years ago? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, that one uh, last month, sorry, there's a bug flying around in my face. That one last month uh, is $1,250, uh, $1,250. So awesome. Yeah. And you probably do little to no work on that anymore at this point. No, right? just, yeah, discussion, comments, questions, but those are, you know, rare. Right. Okay. And this, uh, this Fusion 360 course, that, that's pretty much just you or was there anybody working with you on that one? Uh, just Lauren. Uh, so that was just me and what that was, and um, it's, a, it's CAD design, so computer-aided uh, 3D graphics, and it's not 3D graphics, it's uh, for prototyping. And so... Uh, I do a lot of woodworking and hobbyist product projects, and there was just no beginning to end tutorial. There's lots of information online, but it took me a long time to teach myself this software. And uh, so I thought that would be a good candidate for an online course. And honestly, it was uh, 
a midway project. So I've been working on uh, a used car buying course for almost two years now, which we can talk about in a minute. But this was my, okay, I'm not quite ready to launch the car buying course. Let's just put this up and, and test the waters on our own. Turned out there was a huge demand for this course. And I think in the first month, it made nineteen dollars or $20,000 uh, and then continues to make uh, somewhere between five hundred and a thousand a month uh, for that course. And um, yeah, that one was all on our own. And what I did with that one is as I was teaching myself this software, I was jotting down notes of when I had questions and there was an expert that wasn't answering those questions in a way that I could understand, I made sure to take note of that so that I could answer that question for beginners. And then how Lauren uh, helped with that course is she took the course after I created it. And when she had questions, she made follow-up videos after every one of my videos. So if I didn't explain something clearly, she said, uh, this is, Mike didn't explain this well. I had trouble here. Here's how I fixed it. And so that was really nice to have the back and forth for absolute beginners because Lauren had no experience whatsoever in any sort of design, let alone 3D modeling. Uh, by the end of the course, she could do it herself. So I know I had a good course. That's really, really interesting. I, I've thought about doing something like that with, you know, my piano course, I, I'm thinking how cool it would be to actually have like a student uh, in the video or something and, and learning with me that way they can ask the obvious questions. Cause as the yep. course creator, it's easy to just totally miss something because either you're the expert or you've just been staring at it too long. Yep, exactly. So I, I never like seriously considered it, but you talking about just having somebody run through it and asking the questions in their own video to supplement the course is yep. fantastic. Yeah, and that actually on the reviews for that course, it's mentioned 50% of the time how their favorite videos were Lauren's videos because they answered the questions that they had. So is that course on Udemy as well? Yes, that is on Udemy, but uh, the majority of our sales, we, so, uh, we sell that through Thinkific. So we self-host. Awesome. And would you recommend if somebody's just starting out, would you recommend them start on a particular platform? Oh gosh. Um, depends on the size of your audience. Uh, you'll make a lot more on Thinkific uh, because Udemy just runs those promotions where they just drop the price so far. And, um, but on the plus side, it's, you know, students that you wouldn't necessarily see yourself. Like we, there's not a big crossover between our audience and Udemy. Most people buy it through Thinkific and, um, so it's, you know, extra money from, I don't know if it's mostly international or, or Udemy students. I can't really tell. Uh, so if you don't have your own email list or your own audience, I would say, yeah, put it on Udemy. Uh, if, you can, if you can manage it on your own, I've been very happy with Thinkific. Okay. So this, this Fusion 360 course, I'm curious, you said it was very successful, especially the launch. I'm curious how you generated buzz and got the right people interested because you had a course on YouTube marketing and a course on personal finance. And uh, I don't see a huge correlation between those <laughs> topics and Fusion 360. Right. Uh, the leading up to that course, anytime I would do a project on our main YouTube channel, just like a how-to project, I would always design it in Fusion 360. I'd show that as part of the video and say, oh, by the way, if you want to learn how to make this stuff yourself, uh, here's a, a email list you can sign up for when I have this course ready. You can be the first to get it at a discounted price. And I think that initial email list was, I think it was just over a thousand people, maybe 1100. Uh, and of that, I think 800 bought it. So it was a very, very targeted list. Uh, yeah. So it was 800 out of 1100. 
I, uh, it's two years ago. It was a lot. M- maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe it was 400. I'm sorry. I didn't look up those stats. I should have done that, but no, it no, was- it's fine. Either way. Yeah. That's very impressive. Obviously yeah. it's a very high percentage and yeah. uh, that would be a high percentage just for like an email open rate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, and then from there now, anytime I make a video, I always have the, you know, here's a little clip of the design I made in fusion 360. Want to learn fusion 360 yourself. And so every time we post a video, you know, two or three sales will trickle trickle in. When you get into like internet marketing and some of the tactics that people use, I I know, I know that can go on Udemy and just buy your course right now. Like either of those Mm -hmm. two courses, I could go to your, um, what's the website? Fusion 360. Uh, Learnfusion360.com. I could go to that website. I can buy that course right now. What what are your thoughts on all these tactics with scarcity and not having a course available to buy right now and, and just launching every so often things like that? Yeah, it's not my favorite. Um, yeah, I, I, I go back and forth on all those tactics. I'm sure we could maximize and make more. Uh, and even we have our price, our course price now at $79, which in the online course world is actually pretty cheap. Uh, you know, usually you'd see something like that at like the 297 or 397. Um, and I don't know why I just wanted it to be accessible to people. Uh, and I didn't want the, I I don't know. Scarcity thing just doesn't do it for me. (laughs) What are your thoughts on, on courses that can make people money versus not? And what I mean is, is like you make a YouTube marketing course, the people interested in that are, are likely, likely have business interests and hope to um, get a positive ROI from the purchase of that course. Whereas, whereas something like your fusion 360 course is more of a hobby yeah. Right. And, and from my experience, it's a little bit harder to, to sell or at least sell for a higher price when somebody's not going to directly make money from the content of your course. Right. Exactly. Um, and so I'm actually tossing that idea around exactly in my head right now. So this used car buying course, if, you know, if used properly should save you thousands of dollars. And so I'm, you know, don't hold me to this. These are still just ideas, but I'm thinking of having something along, along the lines of, you know, the thousand dollar guarantee where if you don't save a thousand dollars, ask for a refund if you know and of course there's no way for you to actually calculate that so it's basically if you're not happy just ask for a refund but uh exactly along those those lines if if i can save people thousands i think i can charge a higher price for that course uh, especially with a guarantee like that you let's talk about the used car buying course uh why did you decide to move forward with that and what is the process like now that you've got all this experience with online courses? Uh, so the course itself, I have always just bought and sold our own cars. We've never bought from a dealer. That's not true. Our last van we bought from a dealer, but circumstances that <laughs> too long to explain. Uh, the And I just see all my friends and family uh, just going out and financing a twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 car that they can't afford. And when I say, why didn't you just you know buy something more reasonable yourself? And they just there's uh there's the actual barrier of entry there is is not that significant but it's just the fear of the unknown uh that i'm trying to tackle in this course and um i've teased it almost three years now on our youtube channel and every time i do we get emails uh i don't know my last email on that course was probably two weeks ago you know i really want this course i'm about to buy a car is it ready yet i'm just sorry no it's not ready so uh, i know there's a demand for it and uh, I, if I would consider myself an expert in anything, <laughs> I think it would be this because 
I've just bought and sold all of our cars for a profit my entire life. Uh, our last truck we bought for $10,000. We used it for six months for what we needed it for and then sold it for 13500 ah. So yeah, uh, we just don't, we don't have a car payment. And if we don't make money on our car, we usually just use it as long as we need for free. So I am, uh, I, we're going to be in the, in the market for a used car here pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, is your course ready yet, Mike? <laughs> it is not ready, unfortunately. I'm trying, trying to get it done. Uh, I just, it's, so it, it's, it's a big one. So I've written the course. It's just under 50,000 words because when I wrote it, I intended it for it to be a book. Uh, and as I'm finishing it up, I'm realizing there's a lot that needs to be, you know, visual. visual. Uh, you need to do this in an online course. And uh, so I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do both basically where uh, it's accessible to the masses in the form of a Kindle or ebook. But there's also the video course if you want that more in depth and uh, you know, actual practical, here's us buying this car. Here's us taking a mechanic on video to a car that we're looking at and showing you the things that you should be looking for. Yep. And now that you've got this experience, I'm assuming you're going to go with Thinkific and you'll market to your email list and all that. Exactly. Yep. So what is your, what does your day to day look like? Day to day is difficult now because of two circumstances. One, we have a new baby. Uh, so we have an eight week old girl and a two year old boy. Uh, so that uh, takes a lot of time. And we've also just purchased a warehouse, a nine unit warehouse. And so I have been about seven days a week now, just upgrading this warehouse to get it up into rentable condition. So the YouTube channel and the online course side of things has not looked uh, very busy, but I've been busy behind the scenes. But the nice thing is about online courses, our sales have not changed at all. Uh, it's just ticking away and, uh, you know, literally you make making money while you sleep. Uh, next, I want to get your opinion on uh, running ads on YouTube, uh, meaning it, within your own videos, because, and the reason, let me set up the question is that uh, several years ago, I got some advice to, with my YouTube channel to have ads turned off because the end goal uh, for somebody like myself would be for them to, to not make my uh, living from ad revenue, but to send them off to my website to buy my course. And you don't want to um, have people distracted or annoyed. Um, But I got some, some newer advice more, more recently that, Hey, people are just used to ads now. And also Google is more likely to show your video to people if they make some money from it. So as somebody who's got a ton of experience with YouTube, can you give me some thoughts on that? Yeah, I I fall into the second camp there. Uh, With the exception that you don't need to worry about it. It's not a problem. Uh, I know a lot of new channels are really worried about getting their AdSense set up and getting their, their channel monetized. And that becomes the whole focus and you're talking sense sense, not even sometimes, uh, that you're losing out, quote unquote. Uh, and then now YouTube just changed their policy. You have to have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours a year, I think, before you can even monetize your channel. And so everyone's all concerned about that. Is YouTube even worth starting anymore? Uh, so we monetize all our videos, and that generates uh, $1,000 to $1,500 a month. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll take the $1,000 a month. I don't think it's that big of a distraction. Like you said, people are used to it. Uh, but I would not worry about it in the beginning stages of a, a channel. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, like you said, they've, they've kind of changed how they do it when you're at the beginning and you can't necessarily just monetize it right from the beginning, but for an established channel like mine, a couple months ago, I got that new advice and I was like, well, let me just try it. And I turned on ads and I didn't notice any sort of decrease in traffic or anything. Plus I had an extra $500 a month I was making. <laughs> yeah, so it, was, yeah, exactly. it was a total win. Yep, exactly. So Mike, for somebody like just starting out with this stuff and they, they don't really have any experience with online business and, but they have an idea for a course, mm -hmm. what advice do you have for the, for that person? Um, well, it definitely, I guess it's the same ad advice that you'd apply to any business. You need to solve a particular problem for someone and be very clear how you're going to solve that problem. So in the case of our fusion 360 course, when I was trying to learn it, not only was the information scattered, but it was very much targeted towards machinists and prototypers where I was a woodworker. I, I don't, I don't need to necessarily know how to sculpt these organic shapes or set up tool paths and all this stuff that was just really confusing for a beginner. I just wanted to know how do you make a square piece of plywood in this software? Uh, so not only was I beginner and jotting down these notes, but I was targeting beginners as well. And so my first advice is you don't need to be an expert on something. When I, six months before I created this Fusion 360 course, I had no idea how to use it. Uh, as a beginner, you might be one of the best teachers possible for that. Um, and so don't be afraid if you're not an expert in the field and solve a very specific problem and tell people exactly how you're going to do it. That's uh, that's really great advice. I'm, I'm making notes here because you, you definitely dropped some uh, some good knowledge here. Um, so look, as we wrap this up, uh, why don't you just share if there's anything else you want to share with the audience and uh, let people all the, the, let people know all the places that they can find you online. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so our YouTube channel is Mike and Lauren TV, uh, or we have a website, Mike and Lauren .com, uh, but dot TV takes you straight to YouTube. Uh, and then you can find that fusion course at learnfusion360.com. Uh, and parting advice. Wow. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I'll just answer, you know, the, we get the email pretty frequently. Is it, am I too late to get started on anything? I mean, whether it's podcasting, online courses, YouTube, uh, no, of course it's not too late. It's might be different now. Uh, it may have been easier to start something before. Uh, it may be easier now because there's new technology or new methods of marketing. Um, at, the, at the end of the day, if you're genuine about what you're creating and you're solving a specific problem and not just copying someone else just because you want easy money, then you'll, you'll do just fine. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. And thanks again to Mike. If uh, everybody out there listening, definitely go check out Mike and Lauren's stuff. And if you're ready to start an online course of your own, definitely check out theonlinecourseguy.com where I've got a free guide waiting for you, the eight steps to turning your hobby or passion into a profitable online course. Go ahead and check that out now. And I look forward to working with you on your own online course. And I look forward to you continuing to listen to this podcast next week on episode 39. And we'll see you then. Thank you.